The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. And all I have to say is, ho, ho, ho. We slapped them hoes in Denver. That's right, and Vesco went down to a quiet silence. That and more here on show 260. Well, Raider Nation, I just like to say, in behalf of the Raider Nation podcast staff, that would be Randy and me, (laughs) a very happy, merry, and joyful Christmas. Don't be drinking and driving, and don't be a fool. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, We just hope that everyone has a great holiday. And on that fact, let me just thank all that contributed to the Raider Nation podcast. We... (laughs) We thank you very much, man, because I know it's hard to do. It's a tough time, and, uh, you know, we appreciate it because we're just trying to put it out for you guys. And, well, you know, I'm not going to go on and on because Randy will just cut it out of the show. So, on today's show, there will be the post game for the Denver Slap-A-Hole. That's right, we slapped them hoes up in Invesco. I love it. And we'll do the pregame for the Brownies. That's right, we're going to Cleveland this time. We beat them last time. We're going to beat them again this time. I'm going to tell you how. And then the bone line, of course. And uh, that's going to round out the show. It's going to be a short one, sweet one. And that's about it. So let's get on to the first story of the day. The postgame! And now, time for Broncos cast. A division of the Denver Sportscast Network. What's happening, Orange Crush Nation? Welcome to another episode of Broncos Cast. We are a division of the Denver Sportscast Network. Raider hating, man. This is one of our favorite things to do. We get to do it twice a year. So, you know, what do you think of this game? I think you're going to see Gradowski on the... Uh... Invesco field turf quite often, and I, I think that's going to be one of the keys of the game. We talk nonstop about how we just love basking in Oakland's misery. I'm ready to do some Raider hate, and there's nothing I like more than beating them because they're fans. It just eats them away losing to us, and, and I love being a part of that, really do. Yeah, no, it, it, it's a lot of fun. This is not a team I'm really worried about. <laughs> <laughs> I think the game will be pretty much be over by the second quarter if we can make them one-dimensional. And you know what? We could do that with Oakland, you know? I, I don't think Gradowski's seen the kind of coverage that the Broncos bring. <laughs> <laughs> it would be fun to see Royal, you know, have one of these games where he goes 10 catches, two touchdowns, and like 150 yards. Hopefully by the time, you know, they come out in the second half, the Raiders are already thinking about which Raiderette they're going to try and uh, – pick up on on the plane flight home (laughs) (laughs) if you are going to be a good team in the nfl you need to beat the teams that are inferior to you like the raiders one of the important things is when you have a better team playing an inferior opponent it's absolutely crucial that the better team jump out to an early lead to take away any hope or momentum that the inferior team 
can build up. Raiders start on the 34. Hand off. No, bootleg frog and a run. And he's got room. 40, 45, a block from Higgins. Fry all the way down to the Denver 39-yard line. It's absolutely crucial that the better team jump out to an early lead. Hand off. Bush cut back. Big run. Bush gone. 40, 45 midfield. One guy to beat Dawkins. He runs by Dawkins who recovers to finally tackle him on the Denver 31-yard line. I think the game will be pretty much be over by the second quarter if we can make them one-dimensional. First and ten Raiders on the Denver 31-yard line. McFadden in for Bush. Handoff McFadden. Breaks a tackle. Gets wide. He may score. 20, 15, 10. He is pushed out on the one-yard line. You know, I think the big thing I see for the Broncos is can they shut down the uh, running game? Handoff. Bush up the middle. Big hole. 20. He's going to score. Touchdown! Can they shut down the uh, running game? There was a gaping Grand Canyon-sized hole for him to just walk through and score. This is not a team I'm really worried about. (laughs) (laughs) They need to get up, establish the fact that the Raiders won't be able to score. McFadden in for Bush, handoff McFadden. Breaks a tackle, gets wide, he may score. 20, 15, 10, he is pushed out on the one-yard line. You know, the sad thing about the Raiders is can they shut down the uh, running game? The Raiders have shut down their run game. I, I don't think Gradowski's seen the kind of coverage that the Broncos bring. Second and one. Satelli snaps to Russell in the gun. Russell looks left, throws left. Caught by Schillens. First down Raiders on the Denver 10-yard line. I, I don't think Gradowski's seen the kind of coverage that the Broncos bring. Slot right. Murphy and Higgins actually stacked up. Schillens left. Pressure, throw, catch. Johnny Lee Higgins will run for a Raider first down. Just shows you how bad the Raiders are. <laughs> the Raiders have shut down their run game. This is not a team I'm really worried about. I think you're going to see Gradowski on the... Uh... Invesco field turf quite often. Second down 10, Orton in the gun. Out of the gun, looks middle. Orton pressured by Ward. Surrounded by Ellison, sacked back on the 12-yard line. Just shows you how bad the Raiders are. (laughs) (laughs) Russell back. Russell throws middle. It is caught. It is a first down. First down Raiders to Tony Stewart. And we saw Oakland come into our house and do this to us last year. Murphy's the outside guy against Bailey. Russell back. Russell throws middle. Cup. Shillings touchdown. Touchdown. Raiders. He ran right through Alfonso Smith over the middle. The Raiders have tied the game. There was Chaz Shillings on a crossing route. Jamarcus Russell returns to lead the Raiders down the field. The Oakland Raiders have won the game. The Raiders, for a second straight year, come to Denver and may have inflicted a huge wound on their playoff hopes. It just eats them away losing to us, and and I love being a part of that, really do. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Welcome, Orange Crush Nation, to Broncos Cast. It's uh, been a few days since the Oakland loss. We ended up losing 20-19 to to severely hurt our playoff chances. I know everybody in Denver just being here has been incredibly frustrated with the game and not really wanting to talk about it. So let's just kind of briefly talk about it, but then focus on the Philly game. Uh, you know, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, 
I was just so disgusted. I couldn't even blog this week. Like, I didn't know how to respond objectively. So, <laughs> I just... <sighs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Slap them hoes. That's right, the Bronca hoes. I love to call them the hoes because I hate these mothers. <clears throat> Anyways, I hate these guys. And... <laughs> Put the kitties away. I'm going on a rant. Anyway, Charlie Fry started this game, hasn't started a game in over a year. And just listening to him talk to Greg Papa on the interview, you know, you, you listen to a guy, you hear what he has to say, and then you see him put it into work. And Charlie Fry lays it on the line, people. The guy really, really tries very hard, and he did a great job for us. Uh, Charlie had a little rust at the beginning. You could tell that he wasn't quite in tune. Threw up a couple ducks. One got intercepted. But the man kept us in the game for three quarters. And he played hard. He played well. And, you know, I got to take my hats off to the guy because he's going to be starting against the Brownies. And I, I feel very confident in that fact right there. Now, let's go on to... Some of the people I think that didn't get mentioned that need to get mentioned. Brandon Myers. Brandon Myers, a tight end. Uh, you, you know Miller. He's our superhero. Brandon Myers is another up-and-coming tight end superhero. The guy is a beast, and he blocks like a beast. And without two of his blocks, Michael Bush couldn't have got as far as he got in his two longest runs. The guy played very well, and I think his name needs to be mentioned in this game because <laughs> it was important. This game was was kind of a tale of two games. Unlike the Washington game, we came out victorious. It was just beautiful to watch the field just get deflated the last quarter. Them thinking they were going to win, roaring and screaming to the last ever 11, 29 seconds. And then with nine seconds to go, punked. Wasn't it beautiful, Raider Nation? <laughs> to see Josh McDougals, or Miss Daniels, what do you want to call him, on the sideline, like a little biatch, having a little temper tantrum. Well, need I say more? We ran the ball down their ass for 241 yards. Michael Bush, the hero of the game. DMAC was in the mix. Our offensive line was really doing very well. For the first time, I got to say that the offensive line was really blowing some holes wide open. We had no hesitation to get in there and kick some ass on the offense. And it was great to see that Fry could keep up with what was going on. Now, you could tell it was loud. It was loud in Invesco. And the Raiders and the Broncos actually had very comparable numbers, with the exception of the run yards. They had more passing yards than we had, so it kind of equaled out that way. But it was the team with the most desire at the end and of course, I'm telling you right now, with no blasphemy intended, God himself was at the stadium when Jamarcus Russell came in the game. Before I get to his performance, let me just say Richard Seymour and Tommy Kelly. Tommy Kelly went out on an injury, came back in, and fought like a wild man. Somebody must have pissed him off because he was kicking some ass and taking some names. I'm going to tell you right now, the defense... Listen to this. Denver was one for two with goal to go. That's less than 10 yards of the goal line. And they were one in four in the red zone. That says it all about this fucking game. 
I'm going to tell you right now, the defense was huge. I mean, huge. Brandon Marshall, their star receiver, Mr. Wonderful, less than 80 yards. And that was really tough. Special teams played great. They didn't allow any bust-out yards, and we had good field position after we started moving in the game after the first quarter. Tony Stewart, let me just say this on the offense, with a 4th and 10 capture from Jamarcus Russell, kept us alive. He he deserves a, a, a gold star of his name just for that, man. That catch was absolutely tremendous. Thrown from Jamarcus Russell, and I got to go there now. Now listen, Raider Nation, I'm seeing all kinds of bloggers. I'm listening to guys on the radio saying Jamarcus might have turned the corner. Now there's not a majority, of course, but I just want to make the record perfectly straight. I want anybody who thinks that should just get to the TV, pop in the tape of this game, and watch his play from the first snap all the way through to his last pass. Okay, the guy was was sacked for like a 17-yard loss. Maybe it was seven. He fumbles the ball. Luckily, Carlisle catches it, and uh, we retain possession. He went three and out with a, his his typical too long. And, I mean, it was typical Russell. It was Russell classic. And the only passes he really made um, were the ones that he makes all the time. He was lucky in an out, one outside ball, but the rest of them were right down between the hash marks. And that's how he likes to throw. That's the only place he actually has accuracy to throw the ball. And that was it. I'll tell you, without the pass interference call that gained us 32 yards because it was second and 23, we wouldn't have won that game. That was another blessing from heaven. So he didn't play like the super quarterback. He didn't run the ball. He didn't do anything that was spectacular for the $32 million man. Trust me. I, I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't for everyone in my family was just not, stopped breathing for the first for the last minute of the game. Everybody was just glued to the television. And when he finally got that last pass to Chaz, you got to be a touchdown shillings. I'm telling you right now, it was just a crazy, like everyone else, I I felt the whole planet move because the whole Raider Nation jumped out of the off the couch wherever they were sitting. Because you just couldn't believe that we could win. Because the minute Russell got the ball, everybody <laughs> and on every blog was going, "Oh gosh, you don't have a chance," <laughs> including myself. I thought we're done, we're finished, it's over. JP Lossman came in for one snap, couldn't get it together because he didn't even know our offense. Been in camp for two days, so you know he hasn't had an opportunity to learn anything. Jamarcus. The softest six foot six, two hundred and eighty pound man I have ever seen in my life. Still, he gets touched. He fumbles the ball. Man, come on! This guy's not the answer for this team. In spite of his play, you know he did make the drive. I got to say, the couple plays that he needed to do, he did. But man, if we had to depend on him, I could not watch the game. Michael. Huff Daddy nailed Marshall when they had an opportunity to come back and kick a field goal for the win. Marshall was there, and Huff just laid it on him, brother. 
Hit him so hard, I'm sure he saw his ancestors. It was a great hit, seen many, many times throughout the next day on Monday on all the sports channels. I'm telling you right now, it's beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. That saved the game for us. The entire team of the Raiders played all three phases very well, very consistent. We lucked out at the end just because Russell lucked out the end. And, uh, well, it was a great game. I just have to say hats off to uh, the coaching staff. They did a pretty good job. They did a pretty good job mixing things up. I'm glad that uh, Cable found when he got some success in the running game, he kept on it and and pushed them and pushed them. That allowed our passing game to be open because they, they assumed Bush was going to run a lot. Now, I'm not real happy with the fourth down and D McFadden run. That was truly a Michael Bush play. He should have gotten the ball. There's no reason that he couldn't have made that touchdown. Even Fargus could have made it, but McFadden is not a penetrating back. He just can't do that. He's a finesse guy, and there's no way you're going to get around Denver in the red zone. So that's one play I think think Cable could have called, called a different play. Even a kick would have been fine. But to call for that, to go for it with D-Mac, and then he didn't even take the edge. He took the inside. You know, I don't get that either. So bad decision by Cable. There were a couple others, but you know what? We won the game. We won it by one point. And the deflated in Vesco Field was priceless. You listen to the commentators. I'm just looking past them into the crowd, and I am loving it. I am loving it when we got the touchdown and people started to pick up and take off. I just think that is great. Josh McDougals, their head coach, came on afterwards and said, you got to hand it to the Raiders because they wanted it more than we did. And damn right. And there ain't nothing better in the NFL in Raiders for my, for my buck than to see the Raiders Beat the Bronco hoes in their house. Thank you very much. You got to love it. You got to have pride in this team. And I think this could be an opportunity to go two in a row. And on that, we will hit our next story. The pregame for the Brownies. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, You know, there's a reason why the Cleveland Browns don't have a waving towel, like a waving orange towel, because you can you imagine having the Browns with a towel? What would I say? I said you can wipe it with that towel of yours, partner. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Raiders versus the Cleveland Browns in their house. I'm just going to say this right off the bat, that if the Raiders played like they played against the Broncos and Fry was able to produce just a little bit better, we'll beat the Browns. We'll beat the Browns even with Josh Cribbs, who they say is the awesome <clears throat> kick returner. And he is. He's pretty doggone good. We just have to keep our special teams in line and not allow this guy to get free because he can put them in really good field position. Um. And they have a good running back, too, man. This Jerome Harrison, <laughs> 286 yards against the Chiefs last week, and you know that he took a beating. So he played hard against the Chiefs, and he used his legs up pretty well. You know he's going to be sore and bruised this game. 
So I'm not expecting that much production out of him, although you just never know. Now, Brady Quinn is out for the game. Imagine that. I love it. <laughs> because in comes Derek Anderson. Not that he couldn't be a surprise hero, but he's 66 of 154 passing, two DDs and nine interceptions. Not the biggest and biggest threat in the game. Now, the Cleveland Browns played a really good game. Their line is very stout on the offensive side of the ball, so really, we're really going to have to have our defense step up against the run is exactly what we need to do because the defense is going to keep us in this game. Our defense has to shut that run down and force Anderson to throw the ball into our secondary because Huff and, of course, Chris Johnson and Namdi will be out there ready to take the pick six, if you know what I'm talking about. We need to get that ball in the air because Cleveland, classically, is windy and cold this time of year, as per cable, as per anybody that goes there, which incidentally is Fry's hometown. Uh, yeah, this is a, he's an Ohio boy. He played college ball at the University of Akron and grew up there, so he's a native guy. And he was drafted by the Browns in the fifth round, so he's familiar with the Browns. Matter of fact, I think he's got a little bone to pick with the Browns, and I hope he brings it. I know he will because that's the kind of kid this guy is, and I don't say kid. He's a 28-year-old man going for it. The good thing about this as well, he's familiar with the weather. He's going to tell everybody what it's like there, and it's a pretty good thing because he knows the team and the setup, even though Mangini's the new guy. We're going to face our arch nemesis, yes, the guy who worked us over here, Rob, I don't know how to blitz Ryan. You can bet that Rob Ryan, which I was sick of after his second season, is going to come at us with blitzes. Why? Because he never got to do it here. He never did it here. And when he did, he had success. I don't know what's up with him, but I know he has a bone to pick with Al Davis, uh, and I think he's going to try to put the bone on us, and I think we got to crack that bone across his melon, if you know what I mean. The reason why I'll be able to do this on offense, I think we'll be able to run the ball on them. I think we should run the ball until we can get an opportunity to pass. But, man, they got two starters out on the defensive line, uh, Williams and Smith. And Williams is their beast, best defensive player on their team, and he's out. And Smith as well. So they have two rookies in there, and uh, it's not going to be pretty if we can pop some holes in the offensive line. I know it's going to be a little difficult. It's going to be cold. I just hope Darren McFadden could hold on to the ball, unlike last game when he fumbled. Uh, he's had some trouble with that. I think he has four fumbles this year. So we can't have any more of that crap. He's got to learn how to hold on to that ball when he runs. I believe Michael Bush, Darren McFadden, uh, Justin Fargus, the combination, whoever's making it happen is going to have a great day this day. Because of their weakness in their offensive line, their linebackers are going to have to come up. And I believe... Uh, with number 44 in there, our fullback, he's going to go in there and put the hurting on somebody. I hope they throw the ball. I see the defense being a bigger issue here than the offense. I believe we can stay up, probably beat them points-wise with our offense. Our offensive line should do very well. We don't have a whole lot of injuries. We, uh, we did play very hard in Denver. But I think this game with the Browns could be our second victory if we play like we can play. Classically, the Raiders this season and a couple seasons before here 
Never win two in a row. They have a hard time with a two-in-a-row win, especially on the road. Uh, but we have two road games, and here they are. So if the Raiders can pull out a win at this road game, it's a huge corner to turn for this team. This team needs this kind of confidence. They need to have this confidence going into the offseason. And, yes, you say it's the Browns. Let me tell you, man, the Browns are not a joke. They're a struggling team, but they have a lot of young talent like the Raiders. They struggle like we have been struggling. And when they put it together, they can put the hurting on you. And I think they could do it if they wanted to at this time of the year. We need to be playing our A game. Uh, we're away. You know, they're looking for their second victory. We're looking for ours. And that's what we're that's what we're trying to look for two in a row, and so are they. So uh I do think we can win this game. I have great I have great anticipation of this particular matchup, and I look forward to uh, the post game because I think we're going to be able to kick their ass in their house on away game. That would be two victories away. We need that kind of confidence, man. This team needs to learn how to win not only strong teams like the Eagles and the Bengals and the Broncos, but they need to learn how to beat the weak teams like the Chiefs and the Browns because when they we play weak teams for some reason, ah, it's that psychotic bipolar crap. We just don't win. I don't get it. And neither does anybody else. Let's just hope we can start a momentum, start winning on those away games, and start winning those weaker teams because you gotta you gotta beat everybody to be the man on top. And that's a fact. And we gotta beat these guys and then go home, come home, and play the Ravens hard and kick their ass too. Because I'd like to see some kind of non-double-digit losing season, digit losing season for this team. Because I am not going to listen to that horse shit all year, all off season. <laughs> and that is what I have to say about that. All right, let's hit the bone line. One eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. One eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. Get on the bone line. Let us hear what you got to say. This was a great victory, and it's awesome to hear the Raider Nation shout it out right here, man. It's a pleasure and a privilege to have you guys on the show because we can all feel the love and the enthusiasm of the Raider Nation. And, you know, I got to throw this in. And the beautifulness (laughs) of the Raider Nation. That's an inside joke, Randy. All right. Who's our first caller? We have a special treat right from Invesco Field. That's right. The guy is right there in the front row, and he has something to tell you on the bone line from Invesco Field. What you got to say, Colorado Chris? Fuck Colorado Chris. The Broncos coming out. 5.30 rock time. I'm looking for the bus. Boston's walking out all fucking fucked up. Fuck off! That's what I'm saying. There's no playoffs. Go Raiders. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Juan. Mike, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Can you imagine Raider Nation being there with all them punk-ass, slap-a-hoe, brock-a-hoe fans? And they are assholes. You can ask Colorado Chris. He's... I can see it. I totally know. (laughs) And you can hear him in the background all pissed off. And you just got to love that victory at home. 
lost by one point, and their fans are deflated. I love it. Thanks for the call, man. Great call. Great call. Have another cocktail, brother. I love it. (laughs) We have Raider Rob from San Diego. I love that place. What you got to say, man? Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Rob from San Diego County. Just got done watching the game. Uh, Great game. Great game. We continue to beat the uh, Super Bowl contending teams and lose to the bad teams, but hey, it's a, it's a win. I'll take it. Um, yeah, uh, it's great job our new quarterback, our, three, our third stringer. I'm glad Jabusto didn't come out. Um, yeah, good, good, some good play calling, uh, some good uh, plays. Um, just waiting to uh, hopefully we'll get some some stuff uh, next season that we need. Maybe a new GM, AGM. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, Raider Nation. Uh, hopefully, we can win the next game. Hopefully. All right, Raider Rob, I'm out. You damn straight. We need a GM, and we need some uh, good draft picks. Definitely offensive, defensive line, but we'll get on that another show. Thanks for the call, brother. We have the Uptown Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? It's Uptown Raider. Calling in to let y'all know that this is my last week in America. I'm going to go visit my family in Yemen. Uh, It's a war-torn country. But all I want to say right now is, Tom Cable, you won my support. I don't care what nobody says. I got your back forever. Go Raiders. Well, yeah, brother, you be safe on that trip, you know, because it's brutal for Americans anywhere, and especially there. Yemen's brutal. But uh, God bless you and your family. Have a safe trip. And Cable, man, we just need an offensive coordinator to help this guy, man. We need someone to help him make these play decisions. He needs help. That's all. The, the team wants to play for this man. I'm for keeping him because they play hard for this guy. Good call, brother. We have the Virginia Radar. Talk to me, brother. What's up, Radar Nation? Man, that was that was something. Um, I still, I'm glad Jamarcus could come in and do that, um, but I, he's still not my favorite person, to say the least, or to be kind. Um, I'm I'm still deathly afraid every time he drops back to throw the football. Every time he drops back in general. Um, he could be handing the ball off to whoever I'm afraid he's going to screw that up. Um, so, anyway, I'll take the W, that's for sure, especially over Denver. Um, we all hate Denver, um, so that's a nice W. Uh, it puts us at five wins. Um, Cleveland, uh, they're not going to be easy next week. Their running back went for almost 300 yards today. Um Third most in the NFL history was 280-something, 290. Uh, so our run defense is really going to have to step up. And uh, and um, I don't. I, Brady Quinn seems like he's coming on pretty good. I know we can beat him. It's just a matter of who shows up. We hadn't won two in a row this year. Um, it would be a good time to start. Um, go out, 
streaking like we did last year. Um, I don't know who's going to win uh, the quarterback battle this week. Um, I don't know. Seems like the Friday had a concussion. Um, so I don't know if he'll even be able to play. Uh, I don't know if Bruce is going to come back or not this year. So uh, it looks like we're down to Lossman and uh, Jamarcus. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but good W. Um, I'll take it. Talk this week. Peace. Great points as usual. Yeah, you know, Jamarcus is not the answer. You know, everybody's asshole puckered up when he got the football and everybody thought we we're going to lose. And, you know, a miracle of miracles, I mean, uh, come on. Denver was a great win. It was a great way to see a victory, and we need two in a row, and we can do two in a row because uh, Derek Anderson's starting, and uh, we can do this. we got to keep the ball off the ground and in the air for the Browns. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Rada Jaime from Bakersfield, our good brother. What you have to say, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. Congratulations. And to the Raider Nation. I love that beat today, man. That beat down was awesome. They were, they were fucking fighting out there. It was awesome, man. That's what I love to see in, in the last uh, couple of weeks of the season. Kicking ass like that. Well, uh, I know we uh, pretty much uh, postponed their um, their clinching of their their title for the AFC West thus far. So I don't know what the outcome of the San Diego game. I really don't give a fuck about them, but I just uh, I'm happy we won today, and um, I'm just. Uh, I hope that next season's a better year. I hope um, the Marshall plan gets a better surrounding cast. He's got a bunch of fucking rookie fucking coaches out there with him. You know, how the fuck are the defense supposed to work? No wonder they get big plays from here, you know, you know, once in a while. You know, it fucking sucks. But anyways, um, I'm fucking happy, man. And uh, you guys have a Merry Christmas. Randy, you too. From my family to your guys's. We'll talk to you soon. I'm out. Raider Jaime, I could hear your cat in the background. I bet you had that cat on your lap, huh? I could hear it. <laughs> That's our good luck cat. That's our good luck black cat. I don't forget that shit, man. I'm telling you. Thanks for the thanks for the happy holidays and the good wishes, man, because uh, you know we're a big family here in the Raider Nation, and I agree with you, Marshall. I hope he stays. I hope he stays next year. If we have something going and we have some promise, maybe he will. I just hope he does because we need to have his plan to make this happen. He's doing a pretty good job this season. Way better than Rob Ryan. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Drew with a good reminder. I totally forgot this, but he's going to tell you about it right now. Raider Drew, what's happening? Hey, this is Raider Drew in Erie, PA. We got to give it up to the Raider Nation with the laser pointer. Helping us pull out that insane win. Next week, I'm going up to Cleveland. I hope to see my first Raiders win. Last year was my first game in that tough one against Buffalo. We're starting to look better. I hope we can keep this up and win some games. All right, take it easy, Greg. Yeah, Raider Drew got it right on the money. I didn't say it in the show, but, yeah, someone was out there with a laser pointer, and they stopped the game. It was kind of surreal. It was was so petty 
And the announcer on TV said it like three or four times. Oh, look, in that section, it's got to be the Raider fan. It's got to be a Raider fan. What a load of bullshit. Come to find out later that the laser pointer was going in both teams' eyes. So, you know, right away, it's the Raider Nation. And I say this, if it was the Raider Nation, there'd be like five or six of those things out there, not just one. (laughs) And watch out, because it might happen next time at the Coliseum. (laughs) That's priceless, dude. Thanks for the call, man. We have a new caller. Raider Mike from Northeastern Pennsylvania. Great call, too. Mike, let us have it, brother. Woo! What a game today. Raider Mike from Northeastern PA. First-time caller, man. Just watched that Bronco donkey game, even with Jabusto coming in. Uh, Been a Raider fan for 34 years, man. Finally starting to see some light. Big victory over the Donkeys. Hopefully uh, Bruce Almighty comes back next week, even though Jabusto threw a game-winning score. Uh, that's not the true quarterback we need. And uh, the defense played awesome. Goal line stand there, shut them down, held the field goals, kept us in it. Outstanding defense, great running game with Michael Bush. So we go to Cleveland next week. It's going to be cold. But... Uh, I think we got something going here. So Raiders, keep it up, man. Love it. It is a great win against the hated Bronco Hose. And yeah, our defense did play awesome. And uh, we do have something going on here. And I'm feeling good about it. We need to ride this the rest of, re- rest of the way through the year. Imagine if we can get two more wins. Oh, man. I'd love to see that. So would you. Thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate it. All right, we've got an old friend, man. Haven't heard from him in a long time. Love his energy. You gotta love this guy because his takes are good too. The Arkansan Raider. <laughs> hey, this is Arkansan Raider. Um, great game, great game. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it. Watching some of it on the internet, listening to most of it on internet radio. But hey, look. Um, I got one thing to say about Jamarcus. It's too bad we don't have a reliever slot in football like they do for pitchers in baseball because he's more of a reliever than a starter. Uh, If we're down by a touchdown or less with two minutes left in the game, JR is friggin' money. That's all I got to say about that. Merry Christmas, Raider Nation. Take care. Thanks for calling in, brother. I don't know if Jamoney is if Jabusto is money or Jamoney is money, but he's lucked out on two uh, two fourth quarter drives. I think it's all luck myself because I don't see much skill in that guy at all. Thanks for the call, though, brother. My good brother Juan Jorge, what you got to say, man? Lay it down, brother. <laughs> Fuck that baby face, Coach McDouche. We shitted on the Denver Broncos. We bent those fuckers over and made them squeal. I fucking hate the Broncos. I'm so glad we fucking won this game. I'm pissed that Jamarcus did it because you know what Al Davis is thinking. He's probably thinking, I fucking told all you guys he's still going to be a good quarterback and blah, 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 blah. I'm glad we won the game. I don't care how we win, as long as we win the fucking game, just win, baby. Um, it definitely 
um, gives us a little thing, uh, something to hold and tip our hats to um, as uh, the dark times continue this year. But um, we're five and nine right now. We got Cleveland next week. Um, who knows if we'll make it two in a row this time? Um, we'll see. You know, as, as history will, uh, will tell us, we're going to get killed next week. So we'll see how that goes. I'm just really happy we won today. Um, it was a great fucking team win. Um, Michael Bush was an animal. Uh, he's a stud. I, I don't know where the hell he came from, but he definitely made the most out of his opportunities. I'm so glad we won this game. I'm, I'm glad for Colorado Chris, who was there in hostile territory. Um, I called his ass um, and, and, you know, congratulated him. And, and uh, you know, I could hear that he was in hostile territory. It's a great team win for all of us. Uh, it's a great win period against a division rival, the Denver Donkey Bitches. So glad we won this game. You guys have no idea. Um, Jamarcus Russell, he did a lot of things uh, for us to lose the game, and we somehow overcame it, and uh, we, we ended up winning. Charlie Fry, he did pretty good. Uh, he made one ill-advised throw. They made us pay for it, um, but overall, I think he did all right. We didn't ask him to do too much. All we asked him to do is hand the ball off and be a game manager, make a few throws here and there. Um, but besides that, you know, I thought he had a pretty good, clean game. Uh, Russell, on the other hand, he just doesn't get it. The game's too damn fast for him. Um, he he doesn't understand how to read a defense. He doesn't understand how to let alone read his own offense. I mean, yeah, he made a few good throws um, at, at the end, but if he would have started the whole game, would we have won? I don't know. You know, I don't care how we won. We won the damn game. Um, you know, just win, baby. That's how I live my damn life. Um, doesn't matter how we win, as long as we win the fucking game. Um, this is Juan Jorge. I'm a happy-ass Raider fan, and I will be until about Sunday morning at 10 a.m. next Sunday. All right, fellas, have a good one. Late. Can you just feel that hatred for the Bronco hose? I love it. <laughs> he hates them just like we all do, man. I love it, man. That's a great call, Juan. And, yeah, Jamarcus, he ain't Nothing, man. He's just lucky as hell every time he gets that ball. <clears throat> the game is way too fast for this bumbling, bumbling fool. Uh, he's got to go. He's got to go this year. I hope Davis didn't redo his lease. That would be a tragedy for us. Thanks for the call, brother. Now we have Obi-Wan Raider. What is up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here. What a fucking game. Fuck the Broncos. Man, that felt fucking good. Talk about an early Christmas present. Game ball's got to go to my boy Michael Bush. 18 carries, 133 yards, 7.4 yards a carry. Why in the fuck isn't the coach using this guy more? Denver could not stop him. Instead of pitching the ball to McFadden, we should have used Bush. I don't give a fuck. One point, ten points, a hundred points. We fucking won. That's all that matters. And seeing little Joshy on the sidelines wanting to fucking cry felt goddamn good. Go fucking Raiders. Two more fucking wins. That puts us at seven and nine if we can get these last two fucking wins. We can do it. The defense stepped up big time. They were shutting Denver down the whole fucking game. 
And I've been a big Jamarcus Russell hater, and I still hate his fucking lazy ass. But you know what? The fucker actually earned his paycheck for once this fucking year. Go Raiders. Shout out to Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Thank you, guys. I listened to the podcast. I know you were thinking about not doing it anymore, Raider Randy. We need this forum, man. We need you there, brother. Keep it alive. Love you, man. Bye. It is great to hear the Raider Nation with such energy. Seven and nine, brother. I believe it. I feel it. I think this team can do it. I know you feel it, too. Thanks for the take, man. It's always good to hear from you. And the props are always welcome, and we appreciate that, too. We we love it, man. We love the Raider Nation. We have Raider Boy from Wiley, Texas. Yeah, this is uh, Raider Boy calling in uh, to talk about the game yesterday. Uh, it's a great win. I'm pretty excited about it. The running game was fantastic. Um, it's always great when you can go up and beat Denver. Uh, I really hate them. Um, a couple of things, and just uh, first of all, I guess I'm a little bit, a little bit dismayed. I guess I would say that uh, I guess you have to sacrifice one for the good of the team. But uh, not too happy that Russell got that uh, game winner. I wish it had been somebody else. Uh, I think the writing's pretty much on the wall for him. But I'm hoping that. Um, I know they said he got a game ball or whatever, and that's great and whatever, but I am hoping that that doesn't uh, somehow spark the interest again of uh, of Davis. Hopefully he doesn't think just because he did that he can, you know, because really, really didn't play that well. Um, you know, still took a, had a fumble and still um, <clears throat> just moved around like a stone statue back there, so I don't know how that's gonna, all going to work. But uh, I said the running game was nice. Um uh, Mr. McFumbles, I hope you can hold on to football. I, I like what he brings, and I hope at some point he'll get that fixed. But uh, the fumble there, that was costly. Um, I, I really, really frustrated, though, um, with the four consecutive runs on the goal line. Um, I know that was at the start of the fourth. But uh, at that particular point, you know, we were moving the ball somewhat well. But uh, I would have just liked to have seen them take that field goal there. Um, I just, uh, you know, or really what I would like to see them do is do a little play action, fake to the run, and then, you know, have a little tight end run in the end zone or somebody and try to just, you know, at least one to four times. Just try to pass at least once. Um, I didn't understand the, the four consecutive runs. Um, you know, they're probably expecting a run. You do a little fake roll out with the quarterback, see if he can even run it in. He had that nice 26-yard run or something else. So I was really disappointed with that. At that point, I would have taken the field goal. But um, anyway, and uh, I guess the only other one was down there earlier in the, I can't remember the second quarter. You know, we failed to get it in there, and he tried to force one in and tried to hit Murphy in the top of the end zone at the back, and that didn't work. Um, we did kick a field goal there, which was nice. But, uh, you know. I mean, there's vast improvement, vast improvement. And you know what? Hit all is improvement because big, fat Jabba Jamarcus the Hutt is not in the game. Um, I know he won the game for us, but like I said, I, you know, I don't know. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. So, anyway, other than that, uh, please pleased with the situation, um, you know, kind of speaking on your last podcast, Raider Greg, we've got to get something with the offensive line. Um, 
the other thing that was enjoyable about this game too is that Hayward Bay wasn't in there, and um, so I think you need to roll with those three receivers: Murphy, um, Shellens, and, and Higgins. I think they might not try to try to get one more, but as far as the other stuff goes, we need to cut Russell and save that money. Need to save uh, save the money there, um, and get rid of uh, Walker. But um, we got a. I don't know if you guys are aware of this Raider Nation, but we have a ton of free agents: Howard Morrison, um, or maybe not Howard, but Morrison, Janikowski, Seymour. All those people need to be re-signed, every single one of them, and we can save that eight nine million dollars for Russell. You can cut Walker. Save that money, and let's and then let's not forget that we're going to have to get a first round uh, top ten draft pick signed too, in addition to all the other picks. So, first and foremost, is some of those free agents I mentioned got to do that because I can tell you the other thing: living here in Dallas, the kicker situation in Dallas is bad. And if Jones wants Janikowski, I don't know if he will, but he'll throw the moon at him. So hopefully Davis will sign him. We've got to re-sign him. But anyway, that's all I got. Ready, boy, out. Well, you're just echoing exactly what we're all feeling, man, about Russell, about the way this game was played, about that four down running on the on the uh, on the goal line. I didn't agree with that either. Um, and in the draft, man, we got to go offensive, defensive line, especially offensive line. We need some offensive studs. We need to have, give our quarterback opportunity to make plays. Uh, you know, I think with the receivers, you said I think those three guys are solid. We could pick up another free agent somewhere. But we need to solidify this offensive line and make this game work. And if we don't, we're going to be in trouble again next year. But we need to get these couple wins out of the way so we're not picking up there so high so we can pay these guys. And well, Al's been trying to sell 10% of the team again, so you know there's some money issues. And Jabusto, he's just got to go. Thanks for the call, brother. We have a good friend, of course, the Raider Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac, Central Illinois. I just wanted to call and uh, say that the job you guys do is just fantastic, and I'm glad that you've continued to keep going with it. It's just an awesome thing for the fans across the world to have an outlet and be able to talk and share thoughts and feelings about the Raiders, the team we love. I really appreciate what you do. Thanks a lot. About the game, our running game finally got on track. Wow. Uh, we ran it down their fucking throats, the hated Broncos. Then I got one more thing, and that's it. Uh, I want to give uh, props to Raider Mike, man. You do an awesome job with your videos, putting them together, putting the music to them, man. That, that's just a great job. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. See you later and go Raiders! Thank you, my brother, for the props, man. You know what? We love you guys. Every one of you that we've ever met and not met, actually, are part of a huge family. and It's a trippy thing, man. I can't even tell you, but you can feel it, and you can feel it when you're at the Coliseum, and it's just... It's a great phenomenon to describe it. But, uh, yeah, Raider Mike, props off to you, man. You are the bomb. Your videos kick ass. They are funny as shit. And if anybody hasn't looked at Raider Mike's videos, check out our form. Uh, Raider Mike's on there. 
And uh, check out these videos, man. <laughs> they are classic. Great job, Mike. And great job, too, Raider Maniac. All right. Now, anybody who says something about the sun shining on a dog's ass from time to time has got to get in. <laughs> Eat it anyway, because this is the Double X Radar. Hey, what's going on, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? This is Double X Raider. I was calling up after the victory in in Denver. I mean, I didn't. I, I thought we had a good chance with Fry in the game, and I. I was holding out hope that, you know, every other one is a good one. And uh, it turned out that way, even though uh, Jabusto, the Jummy, and uh, the pile of shit, you know, came into the game and definitely tried to uh, give it away. But, uh, you know, I guess the the sun does shine on a dog's ass every now and then. So uh, you can fuck it up, you know, too bad. Um, I don't think it, it, it gains him anything. I think he's still a piece of shit, you know. He still smells from here to... California, so he's still a piece of shit. He should still be relegated to the number three spot. But uh, on the game, man, we gotta we gotta like what we saw on the defense, man, and and the offense. We ran the ball pretty good until you know Fargus got hurt, and then Bush took it over and was running real, real strong. But you gotta be you gotta be happy about that. I know I am. Also, uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, man, but during the game, did you notice when uh, when when Jadami came in? Uh, enough after a, a three and out where he underthrew Lewis Murphy. Uh, Murphy was going back on the field, and, and those two bumped uh, bumped shoulders. It was definitely uh, I, uh, for me. I could definitely see a uh, a dislike in the in the bump because it wasn't like an accidental bump. It was just like I don't like you, motherfucker, and you know, and they and they bumped shoulders, and and neither one turned back to. Uh, you know, to apologize or, you know, like, hey, man, I'm sorry, man, you know, because we're on the same team type thing. It was one of them bumps you throw on your on your, on your your opponent that you definitely don't like. I thought that was uh, quite interesting. I said, well, you know what, you know, I think it is it is definitely uh, true that a lot of players do not, do not like his play as quarterback. And when he did come in, I saw the same old shit that we normally see. He does his little three-and-a-half drops, drag, and, Never moves, gets gets sacked, you know. Does the fumble thing, you know. He did his his usual mo, you know, garbage, garbage, garbage play. Um, other than that, man, I think the defense rose to the occasion, played pretty well. You know, he shut down Brandon Marshall for the most part. Um, I would like to see a little better coverage as far as man to man or a little better zone coverage. Cause I think we gave up way too much stuff in the in the middle with uh and and allowed some first downs. You know, I think we need to tighten that up and uh, put somebody in the middle or. Have that uh that line out in the middle, but uh other than that, man, it was a good game. I didn't I didn't see what you wrote, Randy, but you can't go nowhere, man. It's the Raider Nation. Don't make us come get you, because <laughs> you know we'll come get you, man. So uh, keep doing what you do, man. We love the podcast. It's a blast, man. It's the highlight of the week every week, and uh, you know I, I I love it, man. I I've listened to other a few other Raider casts and podcasts whatever you want to call them, and none of them, man, touch the Raider Nation podcast, man. This is the best show on earth, man. So keep doing what you're doing, man. We love it. Um, Merry Christmas to the Raider Nation. Merry Christmas to you, Randy. Greg, Merry Christmas. You guys have a happy one. And uh, hopefully we can get get Cleveland this week. You know, they put some bones up on uh, KC, so, you know, they're proving they're no slouch. Uh, you know, they can sneak up on people, too, I guess. It's kind of like how we kind of sneak up on people 
But uh, I think uh, the the Raiders might be might be turning the corner. We'll see if we can win out, or even if we lose to Cleveland and beat beat uh, Baltimore, I can live with that too. You know, it seems like every other one is our one. So um, if we got to lose one, let's lose to Cleveland and beat uh, Baltimore. You know, that way we'll have a winning record against the uh, teams with a winning record and a losing record against the teams with a losing record. <laughs> that makes sense in Jamarcus' world, I guess, some, you know, some twisted, some twisted way. But uh, once again, man, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to the Raider Nation and the Raider Faithful. I'm out. Peace. Well, you know what? I don't need you guys to come to get me because <laughs> I'm one of y'all, you know, and thanks for the props on the show, man. We appreciate it very much. You know we do. Because uh, we love to listen to each other. We love to be able to share our misery and victory with the Raider Nation. And your calls are always good, man. Got a lot of wisdom. And forget you, Marcus, because we're all feeling the same way, man. The guys got to go. We need the money. I mean, anybody with a top 10 has definitely got to get in. And this is Raider Lou from Fresno. You guys got to hear this. This is fucking priceless. <laughs> Raider Greg This is Raider Lou from Fresno What a game, what a game, what a game I love beating the donkeys In Denver It was great, we hurt their chances To make the playoffs But anyways I went into the Broncos forum Just to get a good laugh And I got the top 10 quotes for you Funny as hell man Number 10 What a hit Shit! He's referring to Michael Huff's hit. Number nine. How crappy are we that we are worried about the third-string quarterback? Do we really deserve to be in the playoffs? Hell no. Number eight. Holy crap! I'm going into a cardiac arrest. Number seven. Kill me now. Kill me now. Kill me now. Number six. We'll go ahead and take the crown from the Cowboys. As the December choke artist. Number five, I hate my life. Number four, we don't belong in the playoffs. Everyone else should go. Number three, I almost hope we lose this game because of our damn short yardage inability. Number two, Michael Bush looked like motherfucking Jerome Bettis out there. Finally, number one, ultimately, I hate to say it, Give credit to the Raiders. They had a good running game. There you go, Raider Greg. Straight from a Broncos forum. Straight from the mouths of those stupid-ass donkey fans. It's all about the Raiders. This is Raider Lou. I'm out. Raider Lou, well fucking done, man. Well done. That is priceless, dude. Funny, I laughed. <laughs> I had to play it a bunch of times. That was priceless, dude. Great call, man. Okay, we have the Nature Boy. Raider Nation, what is up? This is the Nature Boy. Woo! It is Raider Josh. What is going on, guys? Fantastic victory. Holy fucking shit, I can't believe we pulled that one out of our ass against the Broncos. So, first of all, guys, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, want to say great job this year i'm so glad i found this podcast this is definitely something i'm going to be listening to as long as you guys remain on the air so uh props to you guys first and foremost uh next here on the list 
Jamarcus Russell, where the fuck have you been all goddamn year? All of a sudden you get benched and now you decide you want to fucking play? Dude, I don't know where the hell that's been, but uh, you need to step it up. I guess uh, Jamarcus is realizing that the money train is, uh, you know, pulling out of the station here. But, you know what I mean? I look at it like this, you know, a lot of uh, the, the Raiders on the team this year that we have, you know, it's, it's taken them a good four years to mature and become, you know, something of a uh, force to be reckoned with in the league. For example, this year, Michael Huff, fourth year. You know, a couple of years ago, awesome loss. So, if anything, you know, may lead to something. Jamarcus coming into his fourth year next year. We'll see what the fuck happens. But as of right now, looks like dude is just a piece of shit that I've been saying all goddamn year. But uh, I got to give a big props to him, that, you know, for last week. So, uh, you know, whatever, Jamarcus. Let's see if you can keep that shit going. Next thing, wide receivers and Michael Bush. You guys are looking fucking phenomenal. It's good to have Chaz back and that nice fucking big tall guy to throw to. Lewis Murphy still pulling it out, looking like a fucking stud. That should have been our first-round draft pick again. But, uh, you know, things are starting to look pretty good for us, and, uh, you know, if everything turns out well, I think we might have a pretty decent uh, squad next year from the looks of it in terms of uh, mock drafts. A lot of people have us going with, uh, you know, some defensive end. Looks like we're going to be finishing maybe uh, six, seven, eighth for the drafts. So far I've seen Carlos Dunlap, Derek Morgan, Jason Pierre-Paul looks like uh, what most people are uh, pulling for us to pick is some defensive end, even though we've got uh, Richard Seymour, but who knows how long we'll have that guy. He's probably going to be on his way back to New England just to say a big fuck you to us and uh, goddamn Patriots get a first-round draft pick from us. So that's it, fellas. Uh, Again, props to uh, Raider Greg, Raider Randy for the awesome year. A couple more left for this season. And uh, definitely going to be listening in the offseason, fellas, especially come draft time see what everyone's talking about so uh raider nation big props couple games left guys and uh hopefully we'll finish strong and uh, hopefully we won't have to see jabusto in the fucking starting lineup for all that long go jp lossman i'm out thanks for the props brother and as far as jamarcus goes he hasn't changed at all i don't know i don't know what changes you see in him but if you watch the last quarter of that game and see when he played what he did we won despite this moron uh, he hasn't turned shit. He hasn't changed at all. He's the same stature he was before, and I see no potential for him. Unlike anybody else on the team, I see nothing but uh, a lot of money for not even a close-to question. He is out. O-U-T ain't worth $10 million. That's a fact. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Rada Queef calling out of Oxnard, California. Let us have it, my brother. Raider Greg, what's up? This is Raider Queef calling out of Oxnard, California. What's up, Raider Nation? What a great win. Unbelievable. To beat the Broncos. Doesn't matter all the other teams we lose to, but you beat the Broncos and it just makes it all worth it. How the hell can you lose to the Redskins? Unbelievable. And then the week before... We kicked the shit in the fourth quarter out of the Steelers. I don't know who this team is, but it's been nice to watch lately. Waiting for the two worst things that can happen, playing against the Steelers, expecting a terrible loss, but then pulling that right out of our ass. Way to go, Gret. Man, that was beautiful to watch. It just reminded me of the old days. The win. 
more than four times a year. And then expecting a big win over the Redskins the next week, and what the hell is that shit? Well, Russell came in. That didn't help. So, and talk about feeling like crap when uh, Fry got hurt. Russell was going to come back in. We thought, well, shit, here we go again. What the fuck? But I don't know who that kid was that got into Russell's body to come back and win that shit. If he would play like that all the time, I wouldn't have such a hard time with him. I mean, that, that boy played that day. He played. To see him move around the pocket a little bit, you're like, who the fuck is that? That number two? Russell? Shit. That's the accuracy? I was very impressed. But we got Cleveland this week, so that's hopefully, according to plan, might lose that one because uh, we beat the good teams and we lose to the crappy teams. But, you know, as far as this year goes, we beat the Eagles this year. That was good. We beat the Bengals. That was good. So, Raider Nations, hopefully we can pull one out this week and maybe we can send Russell packing pretty soon, too. Maybe uh, they'll cut Vic and he'll come over to our side. I think he would be a good fit for what we got going on. You never know. All right, peace out. Thanks for the call, but let me tell you, I, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. I want all of you guys who said Russell, like the, somebody came into his body and he played excellent or whatever, the guy is crap. Look at the game again. Watch it again. Look at the fumble. Look at the balls thrown behind the receivers. The guy went three and out, and he didn't change anything. He didn't run around the pocket. He didn't change shit. He is the same slug that we've had in the entire season. Like I said, man, he just got lucky. That is it. I'll take the win, but I ain't going to put a game ball in his hands because he'll drop it. <laughs> we have a great caller on the line that, uh, man, I just appreciate his character. You know him, and I know him well. The Surface Radar. Hey, Radio Greg, Radio Nation. It's uh, just giving you a call here from England. I've just walked out of one of my uh, one of my betting shops, having put my tenor on the Raiders to beat Cleveland. Um, my festive tenor. Uh, take this opportunity to wish everybody in the Raider Nation a very happy Christmas. Uh, whatever you're up to over this holiday period, I hope you have a great time. Um, yeah, very quick thought on that Cleveland game. This is this is a bogey game because we won the last one, and that was a great turn up beating Denver like that. I kind of thought it would happen, um, but yeah. It, it's great to see and a great finish to the game. Um, people always say to be the best, you've got to be the best. And that's true. But it's also true that to be the best, you've got to be the shitty little teams all the time. Uh, in going to Cleveland, we're playing a shitty little team. And I would expect the Raiders to manhandle Cleveland, um, you know, 19 times out of 20. And uh, if they do, that's great. We're going in the right direction and that's what should happen. Um, if we don't, that's the time to sit back and, and ask some serious questions. So uh, I'm going to be tuning in and rooting for the team. Uh, I think we've got a great prospect of winning two in a row here. Um, if that happens, we, we might even avoid a double-digit losing season. You never know. Anyway, um, oh, one other thing, actually. Um, Greg and Randy, you guys are doing a great job. Um, and you provide us all with, um, with great entertainment and information and something which I personally value very highly. Um, 
so you guys should never never feel bad about asking for money and uh, you know if we Got, you say if you've got a few bucks spare, then uh, it's a worthy course. You guys do a great job, and don't be embarrassed about asking for it. I really appreciate what you do. Anyway, let's uh, let's go for Cleveland. Go Raiders, Surface Raider. I'm out. Well, man, I hope you turn that ten bucks into a hundred bucks, because uh, I'm sure the odds are probably going to be with the Brownies. But man, we can win this game. You know we can. And I'd love to see us eliminate that double-digit losing season as well, just like you. Thank you for the props, man. And, you know, uh, the way you say it makes me feel pretty proud doing what we do, and Randy as well. And uh, you know what like I say? In this season of uh, thinking back about the year and what we have to be thankful for, and uh, I just thank, I'm thankful for the Raider Nation, man. You guys give us the, uh, the energy and the enthusiasm and the drive to do this show. It's all because of you guys. The fans make this happen. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing jack. So thank you very much. A very Merry Christmas and a very happy and safe New Year to all the Raider Nation. You are our brothers and sisters. And you know what I mean. Anytime you go anywhere in the world and two people come together because there's got to be a Raider fan everywhere. And there are everywhere. I love that about the nation. Thank you so much for allowing us into your homes, your cars, and your iPods. This is Raider Greg and I. Out.